0: Three Way Podcast. Welcome to the Three Way Podcast. We have a very special guest today. Uh, let's welcome Michael Gonzalez. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I know you for many years now, yeah, Michael. And yeah, many uh, moons, my friend.
1: And I know you. <laughs> you did serve our country, so thank you for uh, that. No, thank you. Man. Oh, what? Uh, what branch of the military did you? So, take? so yeah. So many moons ago, uh, in another lifetime, I was an Army medic.
2: Army medic. Wow. Yeah, so,
1: so back back when it was, or when I was in the military. Uh, I was, it was classified as a 90, 91 whiskey. That's what it was called back then. It's been reclassified as something else or whatever, but, um, when I was serving, yeah, it was a, a 91 whiskey.
2: How uh, was it? You're overseas?
1: No, no, it was all, all stateside. So stateside. I actually have a, a, a weird story about that. So actually when I was, when, when I, not when I first, first got in, but I'd say about a year or two in, uh, I, I got the letter or I was told like, Hey, you're, you're going to go overseas. Like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I know. I, I know. I, I know what I signed up for. I'm not dumb. So I'm like, all right, whatever and uh the first i think if, if i remember correctly the first round was good, we were supposed to go to afghanistan or i was supposed to go to afghanistan or the, the the unit and then for whatever reason we didn't go we just we were told get ready and then nothing we were like okay maybe i dodged the bullet maybe not i don't know does that does that have to happen often it, 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 not often, but I've known people that that does. That okay. have, have the, they, they heard they'll, they'll be told the exact same thing. All right, hurry up. Everybody get ready. Get your stuff. And then, okay, no, we change your mind. <laughs> All right. So Uncle Sam is fickle that way. So you never know. Yeah. Um, and then the second time, so it was twice actually. So the first time was Afghanistan. And the second time uh, was supposed to be to Iraq. And it was the same exact situation. Okay, hurry up. Get ready. Get your stuff. No, we're not going. <laughs> how how it was soon good. do they tell you that? Um oh, like ahead of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. not it, it it was it was actually it's very short amount of time, it's only like a couple months, maybe I think I think we got a heads up of like two months I think or something two months yeah,
2: but then uh, when do you get the notice that uh never mind, you're not going
1: it, it just it, like on the date, like when it starts getting closer to that 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 second month, they're just like, oh, yeah, I guess no, we're not going, like okay, so it was it was weird, it was a really weird thing i i have no explanation for it, um. I don't. That was way above my pay grade. <laughs> for whatever those decisions are made, whoever does that, that's way above my pay grade. But yeah.
2: And uh, when you uh, the, so the process of you like um, you went through boot camp, of course. Oh yeah. How was that for you? Like that experience.
1: Oh man! Wow. That's a that's an interesting question. Um, takes you way back. That's yeah. To, to go back in the memory banks and that. So so it's it was really good and really bad at the same time. So so the really good. Was obviously, yeah, you learn a lot of stuff. You, know, you, get, you, you form friend, friendships with, with people that you, know, you wouldn't normally um, have those kind of deep kind of friendships with people. Uh, get to know a lot of people. And, but the bad tends to be not from the drill sergeants because I feel like in, in movies and TV and film and stuff, they, oh, yeah. they, they, really, the bad they really make the, them in a bad light. They were actually the coolest people that I'd ever met. I mean, yeah, they're hard on you and they own. But like, they have to. They have they, to prepare you for what's Exactly. Going. It comes from a place of like, we don't want you to die. So we're going to try our best to get you ready for that. What tends to happen, and this, maybe this is just, I don't know if I, this is my just my personal experience or maybe other people have experienced this, but the people that I tended to have the most issues with were the people who were just graduating West Point, just came to the unit and were our lieutenants. It was those people, the officers, it was, and that tended to be the issue because um, one one officer in particular, and I have a story about this. Is oh god, I hate this guy. <laughs> one one particular lieutenant who was who was the lieutenant for our for our unit. Um, we were on maneuvers, in a, in other words, we were we were doing exercises and stuff, and and, it, and we were finishing up kind of the stuff that we that we were supposed to do that day. And um, one of my one of, so so we're all relaxed. There's nothing happening. I mean, this is in still on base, so we're not like. Out in the middle of the desert or something, doing this. But um, one of my guys turns to me and is like, "Hey, man, I need you to. Uh, uh, can you just adjust my pack? Because because we were wearing you know, packs at the time. He's like, "Hey, man, can you can you just you know hook me up with whatever? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Cool. You know here. You know, can, you know let me let me check it out. I take my gun. <laughs> we all had guns at the at this time because we you just have to carry that. Yeah. So I had my M16. And I put it right next door to me or right right beside me, like right mm-hmm. flush to my my hip. And I turn. Not even maybe like. Ten degrees or twenty degrees to fix the dude's thing, and then I turn back to get my gun, and I, I mean I, I literally did this for f- fifteen seconds. And, yeah, turn and it, and it's gone. Well, gun is gone, and I free. I'm like oh, like at first I look like around, like okay, someone's screwing with me, one of my yeah. guys or something. Like if they are, they're just like this is not funny, dude. Like yeah, you don't, don't play don't, around. Don't, don't play around like yeah, that because yeah, yeah. we're like nobody, no, one, none of us would do that. But just you never know, kind of like, looking around. And not even, I want to say not even like 20, 20, 20, 30 seconds later, I hear at the top of their lungs, someone screaming out Private Gonzalez!" Crap, Private Gonzalez! Oh, fuck. Okay. And it was my, it was my drill sergeant. So I go over and sure enough, you know, they have the gun in their hand. What I ended up finding out was that the lieutenant had come by, saw what I was doing, swiped it, went over to them and was like, your dude was not looking, was not watching this gun. I don't know if you guys realize how bad that
0: is. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's but, very bad. But yeah.
1: um, I literally had to crawl back with the gun and all of my stuff on my back. I had to crawl back. Other people were running or not running but marching back. I had to crawl and with, with all three drill sergeants yelling at me above me while I was having to do that. That's, so I – oh, man. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. Was, was a, he young too? Or he was, like- of course. He was a cocky young dude. He was like early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah, he was a cocky young dude. What so was his name? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want yeah.
0: to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to, but I. I can't. So, Michael, um, yeah. coming out, what did you want to be? Like, what career did you want to? Go oh, see, to so it's a funny
1: It's funny you bring that up because I feel like with the military, you, you very quickly learn two things. You either learn this is definitely for you and you want to do this forever and it's like your life 25 years in or you know, you're know going to retire or whatever or it's not and it is not what you want to do and you figure out very quickly that this is not for you and you want to do something else. I was that person <laughs> who yeah. figured out, oh, this is awful. I don't want to do this uh, or at least for the rest of my life and yeah, man, I, I wanted to, to come out. I wanted to come out here to California because at the time I was in Texas uh, okay. and that's where I was. Uh, my last station was in Texas. And I was like, I want to come out to California, and I want to do TV and film. I want to write. I want to, you know, I want to do awesome. Hollywood And so, like, yeah, that's why. I, yep, so I came out. You know? Incredible. But were you originally from Texas? Or yeah. yeah, so I'm originally from Texas. So yeah. So which part? Uh, so so my family is originally from Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, and then my mom moved to El Paso. I don't know if you guys know where that. Okay. At. Yeah. Um, I still have lots of family in in Dallas, in San Antonio, and then in El Paso. They're kind of spread out all over Texas, but yeah.
2: Was El Paso more like south?
1: No, uh, west. West. Okay. West. Okay. Go. So uh, this is also something people don't realize about that state. That state is huge. Um, uh, it's what is it? The second biggest state in the union, or whatever. Oh. Uh, I think uh, people might argue that, but whatever. But <laughs> the the. Going from if you if you go like from one end to the other, in other words, east west, mm-hmm. from the easternmost point to the westernmost point is the same distance from that from that El Paso that western point to LA. Oh, it's the same distance. It takes the crazy, same amount of time. Bro, that's, that's a that that's long a sixteen-hour drive, yeah. or more. That's exactly how long it takes to get across Texas. Same thing. Because I
0: looked at the map and like looking at California. Yeah, California a long state, but right. If if you put it back, it's like. I would say probably close to California, Texas. Right. Same but in size. total
1: area, total land, Texas is way it's, it's
0: bigger.
2: And, it's and less is, is, it, is it still the same like uh, in Dallas and El Paso? Like the weather, is it like really hot summertime? No,
1: So no. Unfortunately, it also cha- – it's, it's weird. Texas is also so big that the weather changes too when you <laughs> you go from one end to the other. So on the on the eastern end, you have that kind of really humid southern – type of, you know, like that deep south, yeah, yeah. like you you come out of the shower and you're like humidity. Sweating. Yeah. Oh god, it's miserable man when it's hot like that. And then you have the west or you have, we go to, like if you go to El Paso, it's kind of like LA where it's like dry. It, or even the valley kind of sort of where it's hot but it's dry. Um tends to get around 100-ish degrees yeah. in the summer and whatever. So it's very it's it's kind of like this out here. Um not a not a lot of humidity. Not a lot of rain, not a lot. Of
2: Living in both states, what what would you say I guess for you? Which one do you like the most?
1: Oh man, I can't.
2: <laughs> you
1: have to so, choose. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna retire in Texas. I'll, I'll put it that way. Okay, uh, it, it, when it's all said and done, you make make my money. I'm gonna retire in Texas. Yeah, awesome. that says it all.
2: No, no jokes because I, I I grew up pretty much in uh, L.A. and like California too. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We temporarily lived in Ohio at one point, but oh, I'm wow. like cool, and it's like a complete change. Oh yeah, but uh, I I could see that point because like. LA at the end, it's just too crazy, man. Like, yeah. if you want to just settle down, it's hard. First, it's, it's expensive.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. crazy aside, yes. it's like uh, you can't retire here because your pension no. is not enough to retire no. in California. because the money oh, right. just
1: doesn't go that far. No, it, it, even See, that's what sucks is like, let's put it this way. A house that you can get out here in the valley, let's say 700000 I don't
2: know. What, on average right, on, right on, now, on, yeah, that's like crazy. An, that's
1: an okay house, yeah. right? Do you know what you can get for seven hundred thousand dollars in Texas? In a state, dollars <laughs> You no can buy seat. a ranch, dude, and wow. you can you acres of land. You can have a ranch, and you could probably still have money to buy animals for said ranch. That's how much money. I think we need to retire
2: ranch. to Texas. I think. That's what I'm saying I, we love ranches
0: to ourselves. I think about that every day because, like, even our we have average house, but like looking at the prices
1: today, I'm like, this will buy us so much more in another it's state. So much land, and and and. And beautiful, so it's not, and I'm not talking like crappy, oh, yeah, you know, nothing land. I, this is beautiful land out there. If I remember correctly, I, well, I know there's certain areas that are a little ritzier than others. Like there's um, there's some estates just outside of like Austin where it's kind of like LA where yeah, you, you know, there's certain houses that are like seven, eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand. 800000 900000 but that's because uh, it comes with a bunch of land. It's a huge house and it's on a lake. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Wow. So it's not just like on the Reseda Boulevard and then you're, you know, for, for 700000 yeah, yeah. It's overlooking wow. a very beautiful sign me menu. up. For that. <laughs> so, so that so that's where I would probably. What's the lot size like?
2: One that like well, well, acres? Or?
1: Yeah, it's an acre. It's measured in acres, oh, geez, <laughs> not in not in foot or not in feet. so that's
2: the that's like that would be the ultimate goal. Like to like be on your property.
0: Like let's say use an ATV to go yeah. from one part to oh, the other. Oh, that best. would be so fun every day. Yeah, 100%. That's, what that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> that's that's amazing. So, uh, Michael, uh, TV and film, but uh, ultimately, what do you want to do in the industry? Like anything specific?
1: Yeah, head writer, head writer, uh, showrunner type of guy. Yeah, okay. and um, kind of working on that now. So, yeah, for sure.
0: And uh, you started and uh, well, um, Riot Games. What, what were you doing? Oh yeah, that
1: was <laughs> that's funny. You brought that up. That was actually one of the. It was weird because that's one of the first jobs I had right out of college, and it's weird if you guys know anything about the gaming industry. Um, it's kind of like Silicon Valley, where they kind of get a little. Crazy and ostentatious with things, and it's yeah. you know it's kind of like like the Google campus or like the Netflix campus. That's how Riot is. So Riot is in the middle of Santa Monica, like right in the heart of, of Santa Monica, and they basically bought out uh, George Lucas's old studio back in the day when he was making uh, the first the first movie uh, New Hope. That's where he filmed it, or part of it was filmed there. Uh, they bought that and they turned it and they converted it into the campus. Uh, the campus is huge it takes up like a huge block of you know of of land and that the the they have screening actually have screening rooms in the back that have that will show like like they have like theater screening room in the back so so you can go watch like star wars and stuff so yeah it's 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 not it's not quite as ridiculous and big as say like a google or netflix but it's closer to that than than like a normal job it's more on that end so so that was the first job coming out of college did
0: you have to enter to get in? Uh, no, no, no. It was
1: it was so it was a little weird. I kind of d- took advice from, and I'm, I'm sure he'll come up a little bit more. Dan Watanabe. Sure. This was his his suggestion out of college was go through temp agencies, right? Like do a do a temp agency gig, and that's how they got me to gig. Was a te- was a temp agency kind of going into into, into right. And yeah, so so the 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 point is though with that job that if that's like your first job out of college, it ruins you, man. Because, like, you go there and you're looking around and, and I'm just thinking, like, dude, why do people complain about work? I don't understand. <laughs> Who doesn't want to come to work here? like <laughs> Number one, it's beautiful because on the campus they have their own, like, uh, coffee barista thing. They have their own, like, giant – Chefs, probably. Shef, no, they do. They do have chefs, by the way, per, like their own personal chefs. I've never eaten so good as a, as, <laughs> as there because it's it's ridiculous, dude. And, it, and it's different stuff every day. So so yeah, man, like that's i just looking around. Spoils like, you. Yeah, <laughs> Dream job like, who the hell wants to like work anymore? Like I don't understand why people are like, bitching about work, like what? Like, it's it's here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then yeah, obviously you move on, you go to other places and you're like, Oh, I get, okay, got it. Yeah, no, got
0: So it. Uh, did you uh were you involved in writing or what department would you no, say? You no, were no, no, that was
1: very like kind of uh, PA slash IT stuff slash Certain special events and things like that. So it was kind of a little bit of
0: getting a feeling just, of how just, everything. Yeah, works.
1: just getting your kind of. It was more of the the foot in the door job as opposed to yes, no, which is
0: very important because I feel like you have to know the basis. Yeah, but you have to have an understanding of something yeah. so you could no, very, grow in that industry. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about that particular campus, not just the campus, but the company, and then and then of course because that was on my resume, it definitely opened to some doors and stuff for sure. Like I yeah. Absolutely. Incredible. Were you there for a while or? About a year, a year and a half. Uh, yeah, like 2000, all of like, so I got out of college, end of December 14. So right after that, and then all of 2015. So yeah, so for about a year and a half, give or take.
0: Yeah. Good enough experience to get, we'll have that to show for so you get another yeah. job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Let me ask you
2: a question. So, sure. since you're at Riot, is there what what interesting games were they working on that, that They only add? make
1: one. It, it, this is actually one of one of the problems with Riot. They only make one game, and that's it. It's 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 a fantastic game. It's great, great to, to play. It's free to play. Um, they were actually one of the first people to do that. The whole the whole free to play, yeah. and download, and then you know whatever. It's
2: ad based, or was it like no, on a console? no,
1: it's it's uh, loot. So in a, in oh. a, or, or, or I forgot what it's called. But when you in in-game stuff. So, in other words, if you want to buy a new skin, or if you want to oh, add on this, oh, and, and you add, like how Fortnite is set up, sure. it's a, it's a similar. They they had that ten years ago, or they had that twelve years ago. Before that was the big thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they made their money, and they made tons of money doing they made a I was lot gonna say of, you
2: gotta have a lot of income. to have like a lot, a no, lot no, of, dude. They <laughs> studio made studio size. They
1: made so much money that way. It's not even funny, man. And they still they still do. They're still making tons of money. But made tons of money, and um, they've set up. They they were one of the first ones to set up esports. They were the they were first ones to set up their own league and stuff. So they have. So if you ever go on YouTube, just kind of you know, Google, uh, or YouTube. Uh, LCS or you know League of Legends or whatever, and you'll see you know how people play it and stuff. It's 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 yeah it's so that's all right. It's all right. and then and and even now uh, they actually have a League of Legends varsity team at USC. They have their own esports team at the collegiate level. Yes, take that in, drink that in. Drink that in. <laughs> that's how much money these guys are making. So yeah, that's
2: for sure. Intense. Well, that's a good market to focus on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that was gaming a little bit. Yeah. Like and I, you're you're more passionate about TV and film, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I feel like
1: I'm better. Better at it, I guess, or maybe uh, I have a more traditional mindset in terms of storytelling. I guess maybe that's a better way to put it. So,
2: so I saw that you were working for Lionsgate as well, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so that was not. So, it, it's a weird transition. So, so right after I left Riot. Oh, I guess it was before Uproxx. Okay, so yeah. So 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 before I got my next big job, in between, I was on and off working for Lionsgate. That was another one that where a temp agency kind of got me, you know, got my foot in the door. I wasn't doing anything major. It was just, you know, I was just an assistant or whatever. But I did, uh, you know that, the the what, what's the movie now that's out right now? La, La Llorona? Yeah,
0: yeah, the, yeah.
1: That movie? Uh, I was there reading that script back when I was there. That that was making the rounds, and they were trying to see if they wanted to make it. How does that feel, like, to
0: have experience like that? That you read oh, it's something. Surreal. it's
1: surreal. It's surreal when you when you when you when you're in that place, and then you're looking at this, and you're like, "This is crap." And then you'll see it. <laughs> and then you'll see it like two years later. And you're like, "Oh man, they made." Did that. you get a chance? You haven't seen it yet. I mean, I it just came out this weekend. I it, think. It, right? It's a thriller, isn't it? Yes, or yeah, a horror like horror, yeah, horror right. film. Yeah, Spanish horror film. But didn't
2: wait? I remember at Universal, didn't they have that as one of the mazes or something? Or Something like I, that. I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah I think right. they had
1: part of that. So I, that might have been like their promotional, like, "Hey, look what we're doing." But yeah, I just I just remember reading, that, just like, "This is awful, man, like, <laughs> God it! Like, why are you guys doing this?" Like, like, I obviously didn't make the decision to make that. So, so, so whatever.
2: Believe me, we watch like we watch a lot of movies too. at what, what did we see recently? We're like, I can't. What the hell? Why did they it's even make this? So- a lot of movies we watch sometimes, but like as an investor, like w- watching or reading this, like see how that? do you see, like, yes, yeah. the, oh, I should put a lot millions of I dollars can, in I this. can
1: tell you exactly. So, so, and again, this is something that Dan and I argue about all the time. And again, this is the so you, you, I know you two know who yeah. Dan, Dan Watson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. And we, I don't know if you've talked about him on the podcast or not, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We actually had him as a guest too, perfect. So, yeah. okay, so the you're aware of, okay, so people are aware of who that is. Um, Dan, Dan and I have this argument all the time, and I'm I'm on obviously on his side on this one. But there is a lot of stuff brewing right now, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Um, the WGA just filed suit against um, a lot of the bigger agencies that are in in town. So yeah, a lot of the, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Was the reason for that, oh well, their, w, the WGA has their own selfish reasons, which is fine because it's gonna hopefully it'll still solve everyone's problem. But ultimately, the the biggest problem that they've kind of shined the light on. Is that the agencies have this almost like death grip on on productions because um, if you do not go through them uh, for talent, for writers, for directors, whatever, uh, forget it, your movie's not going to get made. You know, so so they kind of have like a, they're they're kind of like the gatekeepers on on the side of the talent. So if so so you have so even big studios have to go through them to get those people to get those contracts. And then what ends up happening is uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, with a term called packaging. Yeah. yeah so you have to package so in other words you have to go with the director they want they have you have to go with the writer right that they want so you have to go with the so you have to do all of these things and a lot of times these people don't make sense to work with together not not that the individual pieces aren't great like yeah, yeah. you'll have a, a chris Hemsworth who's fantastic as thor then you put him in something like the new uh mib or the men in black yeah and it looks terrible it's like what what no it doesn't make any sense why would you do that or or vice versa, you'll have a writer or director who is great at this thing, and then you throw them into this film or this genre, and it's like, no, 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 dude, that doesn't. What? Why would you do that? That's... It could hurt the movie. Yeah, ultimately, it ends up hurting the movie if those people just don't work well together. And it's not that they're it's not that they're not talented. It's just aesthetically or artistically, they just don't make sense to work yeah. together. That's I didn't fun.
2: follow up on that, but like, do, do, is it already getting any? It's,
1: it's still going. The, the suit is still on, and they're still moving forward. So hopefully, I, what I'm what I'm hoping is that it it does bust up, um, kind of this like whatever that that control hold and yeah. control that they have. Because honestly, that's one of the biggest reasons why you you have a lot of these films that are being made, and you're just like, this is awful, dude. Like, how did this get made? Who because they profit from it because they. Yeah. They get the back end of it. They get the they get the their point or their their percentage or whatever of, of the budget. The the movie,
2: uh, Mel Gibson and Michael J. White was in it. Dragged on concrete or dragged against the concrete. It's on the uh, I think it was on Netflix. Netflix. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And it, I swear, like it it was interesting at first. I'm like, after it was done, I'm like, what. What was that? Didn't what did get I it? Yeah, I'm like, what
0: did <laughs> what did I watch? Like it didn't make sense at yeah. all. Just, yeah, just uh, looking at the story uh, standpoint, it, it's pretty cool. Right. And you have big actors, which uh, certain certain movies fail, even though you have big big actors. Right. Right. So yeah. the chemistry.
1: The chemistry has to be has, right. has to be but, right. But on the other side, it's just as important on the other side of the camera, too. Like, if you have a director who doesn't jive with the writer, dude, yeah. that's, that's doomed. You're,
2: you're, your film is... And they're doomed. all great they're actors. Confused. That's the other that yeah. thing, too. Like, they're all great Again, actors.
1: It, it's not their talent. There's nothing... The, yeah. You're, you're yeah. talented. You're, oh, yeah. You're you're it's just do you make sense to work with this other person on this project Does sure be, you know what I mean well yeah. the the one that sets
0: the record from movies like that is Bullet to the Head <laughs> uh, one <that> seen <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> oh man uh, that,
1: was, that was he's an interesting character an and interesting I
0: like guy. his movies
2: I uh, no, like his, that movie even like, the Expendables look even the Expendables oh, yeah. I like it it's enjoyable yeah. Yeah. but like that one I was just I, like, you're like no. like no I'm like what happened no, what happened
1: no yeah. you're
2: like no <laughs> Sylvester, come on, <laughs> man! What's your ultimate goal? Like, you wanna you wanna be a, like a writer, head, or producer,
1: head writer, or like? Uh, not necessarily producing. Um, although I think Dan would argue that he says I, I'm, I have a, a knack for that stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I I've, just me personally, uh, head writer, writer, showrunner um, of some kind. Um, honestly, the, I, the career that I, I I'm trying to mimic or I guess get some kind of the, the trajectory uh, is a Joss Whedon. Type of guy. Yeah. Where, where you make these really fantastic, you know, series or, or, or television shows or whatever, and then have that propel into more film and more stuff. Yeah, he,
2: you know, I, I swear, before I didn't know, but like, I know, like, he was the creator for Buffy,
1: dude, Angel. He, no, no. Th- I mean, yes, he's yeah. fantastic and he did all that, but dude, this guy wrote Toy Story. This is the guy yes. who created Toy Story. It, he's a genius, and he's yeah. the one that's directing uh, the new Avengers, right? No, well, or, no, that's well, the Russo brothers. Yeah, no, no. Oh, R- Russo which Br- one did he? So, so there's a story, so, so originally he he did uh, direct the first Avenger film, the, that's the, what the, it was. the, the okay. first first yeah, first film yeah. that came out when they, they all came together. He did that one, and then also did Age of Ultron. But that was where uh, my conspiracy theory is is. The producers and the people at Disney didn't like the direction that he was trying to go, and so they're like, No, 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 we don't want to. So, so that I think there was some infighting because if you if you kind of watch Age of Ultron, um, it, there's some weird stuff in it that doesn't make sense. Like, you're like, Okay, that's cool, but it doesn't make too much. Yeah. It's kind
2: of futuristic. It, like, I feel like it's the end games, even though I haven't seen the movie yet, the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's more raw a little bit, like, yeah, it's more gritty, kind yeah. of. And that
1: and and something like that, I think he would have been perfect to, to direct as well, because he tends to be he tends to to write and or direct very emotional sort of things. Um, but yeah, so 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 he ended up. So what happened is after Age of Ultron, that was Disney's excuse to kind of get rid of him, and then they brought in the Russo brothers, which I have mixed feelings about because they're the ones who created Civil War and um, uh, Winter Soldier. So the, the, they're, they're so they're responsible for two of my favorite films in in all of the MCU. But then you had to get rid of just waiting to do it so it's like uh, <laughs> it's gonna you know, be a different different take yeah. for sure so uprocks media you, uh, you- yeah so that was that was after lionsgate so i went to uprocks and that was an interesting gig because that's that's where i really i think things kind of kicked into a different gear for me um i started as a pa just a normal because so long story short uh a, a kid that i worked with at riot got a job there and then he was uh he was their pm their um production manager sure when he was there. And at the time so it's not on my resume and I'm not gonna ever put this on my resume, but I'll just tell you. Um one of the shows that I worked for was called Bad Girls. I don't know if you ever know that. If you I know it's, it's familiar. If you ever wanna have fun on YouTube, just just you just look up bad girls clips and stuff and it it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It it, it makes <laughs> It makes like like was it the housewives stuff? Yeah. Look tame. It makes it makes that look like it's nothing compared to compared to this stuff. And I was working on that show and it literally like I could kind of see the writing on the wall. Things weren't going well with the show. But I, everybody was, you know, pissed off and whatever. And I was like, Oh, my number my days are numbered, and I'm probably gonna get let go or you know, whatever. Sure enough, that day, yep, called me in. Uh, we're gonna have to let you go today's your last day. Blah blah blah. Like, not even five minutes later, I got an email from that kid, <laughs> from that my friend, going, Hey man, um, uh, we need like a, a PA for some stuff. Like, would you be interested in coming in? That's me typing, I'm, I can't <laughs> see it, but I would type, Yep, yep, right away, message back, yep, cool, I'm free, perfect uh, timing, perfect timing. And then, so, so I went to go work for them, and um the the first part of i would say the first month or two was just grunt it was just grunt work it was just kind of like moving stuff or normal normal PA stuff yeah. and then something really cool happened is one of their producers just just was like hey man hey and just struck you know struck up a conversation with me started asking me questions and he at the time he was in charge of uh, a lot of their marvel stuff a lot of their, oh well not just marvel but their comic stuff a lot of their geek stuff of like so he was producing a lot of like kind of that internet content stuff for for promotion and that kind of thing and he would he would just he would come in like frustrated and like, man, I don't I don't know who the hell this character is. Like, I don't know what this is. like. What? No, I don't know. So I he and I would just talk about that and he would ask me questions like, who's this character? Like, what do I do? with it And I would just tell him like, oh, no, that's, you know, that's you know, Dr. Strange. Like, oh, that's the Iron Man or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. This is the backstory. This is what you can do with it, you know, whatever. And that eventually just turned into having lunch with him almost not every day, but like every other day we'd have lunch or whatever. And eventually, it just turned into, uh, oh, hey, can you can you just write that down for me? He's like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Here you go. And then that turned into, oh… Can you just write this <laughs> this thing like whatever this is? Can you just you just care Can you just do it? Because he he was a busy guy, uh, so he just hey man, can you just do like yeah okay cool whatever. Um, and eventually that just turned into me doing content for them, uh, writing stuff, producing some stuff, and yeah. So it was just kind of that's kind of how. Uh, what type of
2: projects was it like? More like TV. It and was, film it, was a or? Lot, it was
1: both. It was uh, a lot of a lot of Marvel's film and television stuff. Uh, some stuff for Netflix. Some stuff for uh, Justice League. So just different 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 things here and there. Um thankfully I just I had I just kind of had all of that knowledge database already like if he asked a question I went oh yeah you know it's that character. Oh, it's yeah, good to know
2: the full marvel so, universe yeah, right. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> marvel and DC. DC so so that's so, true. so yeah so I am kind of a nerd that way so I, I just that's my I love that stuff. So yeah I just I would just help him out with that and he was just like hey yeah, man here can you just do that? and then eventually they just kind of like let Did
2: you get like, like a writing credit for that tour?
1: I don't know. That's
2: a good question. We got to check on IMDb. Yeah, that's very interesting. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That'd be cool though if you did.
1: The they gave me free reign to like show that on my on my portfolios so I don't know I don't know if, if I'm officially credited that but they but they didn't care if I like was like hey can I use this for my portfolio they're like yeah yeah go ahead it's fine That's cool. so at least there there's that I yeah. can actually use that stuff yeah it's not like locked away somewhere or it's the reference yeah. to get another job yeah exactly which it did of course but yeah so <laughs>
2: for sure well so uh what are you are you working for them still currently no no
1: no no, no. yeah they, they, so um that company got bought out by Warner Brothers and so now they're just doing nothing but uh Warner Brothers music stuff
2: like musicals
1: or No 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 just just uh, music their music. artists and wow. um, oh. stuff like that yeah different angle different angle, <laughs> totally, yeah completely different totally different angle. How was it for uh, Philip DeFranco show That's an <laughs> That was an interesting gig so um for anybody who doesn't know Philip DeFranco is a YouTuber uh, he's been around a, for a long time. He's been – well, since the since YouTube started. So I'd say what, 12 years now or something like that. Uh, he started – I think he started when he was like 19. I think he was a kid when he started. And I was there in 2000 – 2016, right? Yeah, I think 2016. For, so I was there for about a year. Um, I was I was kind of his head writer so to speak. So So I know when people see a lot of YouTube stuff, they think that a lot of those guys are ranting or they're just kind of going off the cuff. No, they have writers in the background or doing their monologue or, or whatever.
0: Yeah, most of those guys. One thing I realized is that they have agents. Yeah, they're no, signed to companies. They have, a, they have
1: companies. They all well, those big YouTubers. are well, the bigger, with the, the, the bigger, legit the agents. Well, the and, smaller yeah. ones
0: you're not gonna know the name
1: and stuff. Right, too. right, right. But you, but those, like guys at that level, yes, they definitely have agents. They definitely have deals. They definitely you know all just yes, it's 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 a company. It's not just them. You know, doing that. Yeah. So you're doing all this research because
0: I seen I, I seen uh, actually many episodes of him yeah. and and he would I'll, he wouldn't go on rants but he would talk about stuff that's going on. It's current. Yeah. yeah. And uh, of course it would involve a, a lot of stuff uh, that's happening on YouTube to certain stars yeah. like PewDiePie or mm-hmm. etc. Being in that position, like doing all the research, writing stuff. How was that like? It was,
1: it was good and and I learned a lot for sure. I think one of the one of the number one things like I think I would say that I learned was um research methods are or or fact checking fact checking is everything oh yeah um so with him in particular and i don't know if this happens to every youtuber or if this is or if this is just a, exclusively for him if he ever got something wrong uh he would get lit up for it you know and i mean like in the comment section like people, oh yeah people would light you up for for oh how dare you know whatever so so we had to definitely fact check the heck out of everything and make sure everything was was accurate um because, a lot of times what'll happen is you'll, and maybe you guys have seen it, maybe you're not, but you'll see even legacy media, even even bigger outlets will do this, which is hilarious. They'll show a clip of something, you know, whatever that clip is, you know. Uh, a a five or 10 second clip and you see it and it makes that person look really bad in those five and 10 seconds because it's out of context but then if you blow up the rest of the video like you you watch you know the 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 other two minutes or you know however long the video is it's you're like oh that doesn't look that bad that's just you know him him saying so 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 that's a lot of my job was part of that too was to to make sure that whatever that clip we had or whatever we were reporting on wasn't just out of context and wasn't just oh this is just this is enough. Yeah, is making something out of nothing. Um, that's a big part of it. So yeah, that's how, long, how long was that? How long did you do that? It was about a year. I think. Yeah. I was About a year. Well, so uh,
2: I I heard now you're also you you do real estate on the side. With now, right? the, yeah.
1: So so uh, a couple years ago he he kind of got me into that where you know because because that's one of the things in Hollywood it's very gig based you know. So in between gigs, you got to do something. It's so, and i learned a lot because that's now I'm kind of starting to, uh, well, just now starting to invest in in stuff like that as well. So it's actually I think, I think it's the be- I swear, kind of like
2: a lot. it's the best. Like me and me and my brother, like we always research this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I mean, any extra income if we ever get more, like we're like you got to invest in yep. properties, yep. and then it's now it's become a passion of ours as well. Like we always look at the properties, like ranch, of course yeah. that's our ultimate goal, yeah. like we talked about, yeah, but. Man. But what do you do? You do like the sales portion of it or,
1: yeah? Yeah. Oh, sorry. That went <laughs> no, no, you're, you're right. <laughs> I went down the wrong pipe. A big swing and it went down the wrong pipe. Excuse me. Uh, real estate, like a real estate agent. Yeah. Yeah. Or representing the, the seller or buyer.
2: Any particular area you do or?
1: No. Uh, all all of LA. Um, the, I think the, the furthest we've gone is like out to Orange County, I think, or whatever. But. Mostly in LA, mostly in the back. Residential, residential, residential mostly homes. Nice. Just, just homes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Market's horrible right now,
1: huh? It's not horrible. I think it's a very, it's very even right now. So in other words, um, it's not a, it's not a buyer's market. It's not a seller's market. It's very just in the middle. In the middle. So yeah. So so what happens is a lot of people tend to put their stuff on on the market and then they want to put it for way more than it's worth and they're like, oh, it's not. It's just sitting. It's like, yeah, because it's nobody's gonna you know, pay. Nobody's gonna pay that. Yeah. So, yeah that's what's happening right now.
2: Actually, I think that's what happened with our uncle, too. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> he tried it's, to do that.
0: It's better to sit on it. Because if you know your property's worth more and, like, yeah, right now's a bad time to sell it, sit on it. If you could yeah. rent it out. Especially that's California, the Southern California, wrong, rents is, are so expensive. Yes. Rent insane.
2: Yes. It's, a mor- it's like having a mortgage. Yeah. Except it's going to nothing.
1: It's Yeah. That's that, And, again, this goes back to this is why I'm not going to re- probably retire here because I'm going back to Texas. Because that payment… Like my, I think my mom. I think if I remember now, my mom, for the house I grew up in, my mom's mortgage payment is exactly what my rent is that's, right now. That's actually, that's more. Insane. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. I'm actually paying more. Rent wise, right? rent wise, I'm paying more than her mortgage. Sorry, I take that back. Yeah,
2: I think that's why. See, I, I really think like a lot of people don't think and think about it at all. Too like especially younger people, it's they spend a lot of money on rent.
0: Yeah. Like
2: I feel like. You guys, like, especially if you have money coming in. Oh, yeah. Just buy, like, you don't even need to buy a big house, like, buy a condo or, like, a townhouse, you know? Like, just buy a property, you know? Like, because you're going to end up paying, the monthly's going to come out to pretty much the same thing. Yep. Yep.
0: And, and also, yep. from, like, other people from other states, like, I, I remember when we were in Ohio, like, people will see us. Like, we still had California license at the time. They're like, what the hell are you doing in Ohio? Everyone's trying to move to California. I'm like, look, California is a beautiful place. Yeah. There's a lot you could do, but but yeah. you need a lot of money. Yep. That's yeah. the only way you're really gonna enjoy a amount of money. Yeah. 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 Not, not just like,
1: oh yeah, I make like hundred K or two hundred K. Yeah, great. That doesn't that doesn't do anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously nowadays.
2: <laughs> Nothing. But not not only that too, like uh you gotta it's like you work, but like you when you're trying to get ahead and you're like kinda starting off, it's yeah. hard, man. Like you yeah. like you what do you you work to pay your bills, yep. your rent or mortgage if that's the yep. case. At the end of the day, like, what do you have left over? Exactly. You Nothing. know, that, that's what, that's why I feel like a lot of people now, I don't know if it's true or not. I heard like a lot of people are starting to move out of California for that reason because yeah. laws are changing and it's getting right. crazier. Yeah. Like, taxes are high. It's just overall, I mean, it's an amazing place opportunity-wise as well. Mm. But like, if you if it really comes down to it, is it worth the You have the to trouble? have a
0: career. I feel exactly. like exactly yeah. you can't yeah. you can live off a regular like you could live off it but like you're not gonna get ahead yep. if you have a regular job you're yep. just gonna live from paycheck like if
2: you imagine like if you're a family like, you just got married you're trying to start a little family like it's a tough place to start in. oh yeah, yeah yeah it's a tough place to yeah like I know somebody that that he moved out of state just for that reason because he's yeah. like I could do way better in a different state mm-hmm. because everything is so much cheaper like tax or yep. rent like is Rent was gonna be, I think he said, like for a house, like I think it was a two bedroom house or something. It was like eight hundred dollars or something like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. For you a can't house? find that's anything. my mom's mortgage
1: payment for a house that I grew up in with two bathrooms, three bedrooms, a nice house, like seven ninety. That's her. mortgage wow. Mortgage in El Paso. In El Paso. That's insane. It's I wish ridiculous. I could pay yeah, that right now. Yeah. One way ticket that doesn't even cover my, that doesn't even
0: cover my rent. You go and start a production company there and start creating. That would
1: be that would be fantastic. Do they do, they do a lot, lot of do do filming over there? Like they did. I don't know because uh, uh, I remember Desmond was talking yeah.
2: about that. Remember when he said like he when he because he's from Texas too, right, Desmond?
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, because he said that. He, I think he. They started filming some stuff there too. No, but uh, he also said the time he left, it's been a couple, Well, it's been probably many years that he's living in L.A. Yeah. So, a lot of change, and you don't yeah. know what's going yeah, on no. now. Sure. You have to be active or be there yeah. to really no, it's, understand. It's it.
1: tough. It's yeah, man. I, I would love actually. That'd be fantastic if I could move what I'm doing out to there. <laughs> Just do it there. That'd be fucking great. Ah, uh, but yeah, so we'll see. What are you currently doing, like uh, in the industry? Ooh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. Uh, oh, uh, oh no. Okay. no, 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 it's okay. I, I'll, I'll just kind of. I won't get too too deep into it because um because I'm actually working with Dan on something, and I'm actually working with Sid. I don't know if you know who Sid is. Sid yeah. Vintage. Uh, that is was Dan's boss back in the Fremantle. day on Fremantle yeah. and Baywatch. Yes.
0: Okay, and so. He, Enough said on no, 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 that That's ends. okay. So, so, uh, is it writing related? It's writing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so I'm basically writing a project for them. Um, uh, a while back, uh, Sid was trying to get some project, uh, kind of going up, and he kind of had an idea for a project, gave it to someone else, um, didn't like kind of what how direction it, sort of went it went and the writing and stuff. So, wasn't too happy about it. And then took it and actually gave it to Dan and was like, Hey, you know, is there is this is this salvageable? Can is it can we get anything out of this? And Dan. And Dan's answer was basically the same as mine because Dan also gave it to me and was like, "Hey, you know, I just want to get you some, you know, just give me some notes on it too." I was like, "Okay, cool." And we both basically gave almost the same notes where it's like, "No, you got to completely rewrite this. This is a, this is almost a page one rewrite. Like this is this is terrible." <laughs> you, you keep the character names; everything that's, else no, changes. No, that's exactly what we did. That's basically it. It's <laughs> basically like the setting and the names of the characters. Are basically the same, and then everything else is coming. Could
2: you say different. if it's like a film or TV show? It's or? a TV show. Okay. it's
1: a it's a pilot for a, for a TV show. So yeah. So I've um, been working on that, writing that, and uh, both of them are very happy with it so far. And I think I think the idea is to take it to uh, you know Netflix or sure whatever. Oh, nice. um, but yeah, the 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 main thing with from the main thing on my end is that they're they're happy with what they're getting. So cool. Like I'm if awesome incredible man congrats keep congrats, at it Yeah, sure and that's
0: one thing a lot of people don't understand is like uh, oh every, I'm, I talk to so many people that have great ideas yeah but uh, they don't understand the actual like process oh, dude, what it works
1: is rough it is rough I, so okay I have a story about that I have several stories about that where people so I have a buddy who's from Chicago and he came out here, he moved out here to, you know, make it and, and, and you know, acting and the co- you know comedian and blah, blah, blah. And this sucks because I, I just, I look at this situation that, that he was in and I'm just like, I, I can't believe he messed this up, dude. He was in a perfect storm of situation where he was, he was basically in a relationship with, with a, with a very big producer slash big person in kind of in the industry and kind mm-hmm. of who could have helped him out and whatever. And she was actually trying to help him out and get his career going. But the stuff that he was turning in and the stuff that he was writing was awful. It was bad. It was so – and uh, there, I think there was a point where he even talked to me about possibly helping him with some of that stuff. I was like, yeah, you know, cool. i like, help you out. Um, but his whole thing was that he had no clue what that really takes, what it, what it, what it really takes to actually write. Not only – forget something just competent, like just writing something, you know, okay – the, the format's good. Oh, yeah, the yeah, format yeah. is correct. It's acceptable. It's acceptable. Like uh, we get the semblance of an idea of what you're talking about, but to actually write something funny and good, and, you know, whatever. Um, and he would not. He would not let up control enough to where I could help him with some of the stuff. Like he wouldn't change stuff. So it's like, okay, man, if you know, if, if you want to write this, you know, here you go. Like, I, I can't help you if you don't want to change it. Ultimately, uh, he ended up having to move back to Chicago because nothing happened, like nothing. And and he was he was basically spinning his wheels. He was out here for I want to say like five or six years doing that or something like that. And then just nope, had to go back because nothing happened because he just you know he was kind of ran out of money and that girl who he was with kicked him out. So he was just like, yeah, dude. I mean okay um, and then I, and that I, was so a sitcom right it was, okay. that was that was for yeah so so it wasn't even they, so actually the, the what he was trying to do was just get an agent which he kind of was in the process of and then but everything he kept turning in into these people or, or the producers and, and the agents stuff was just like dude you need to rewrite this dude you need to rewrite that like that was the that was the note you need to rewrite this you need to rewrite this so, you yeah. just
0: have to know the where the fine line like if you're a director or you're a creative person and you're not a writer you need writers
1: right no no exactly because any and the, the problem with him is he is funny, dude. Like as a person, like if you just hang out with him for five minutes, he's, he's one of those guys who he'll have you laughing and rolling inside of 30 seconds of just hanging out with him. So that's that's his strength. So he's good at but he's not a writer. And I'll give you another example. Uh, we, I'm not going to mention his name
0: because no, we're uh, friends I, with him. Yeah, I have I know idea. You, I, you yeah. probably know who I'm going to yeah. talk
1: about. I'm not going to mention his name because we're, we're both yeah. friends with him and we both have a mutual acquaintance or a mutual, mutual friend. Um, who had a very huge opportunity to do something amazing. Uh it and it kind of like fell in his lap. That's that's the that's the shitty part. Um, hooked up with some with some with some decent producers who had some juice. Dan was helping him. I think Sid was helping him too at this point. I think basically he had all the help you could possibly muster behind this project. And the biggest issue that we kept running into over and over and over, or he kept running into over and over, is everybody told him you have to rewrite this. Like this is you got some some good stuff here there's little things here and there but you you need to get somebody to rewrite this or you need to rewrite this it needs to be back Dan suggested that I help him cool okay I tried I really tried to help him I really really believe me I busted my ass to try to help this guy and he just would not budge he would not change he would not change his stuff
0: that's the one thing I don't understand is I I, that's one thing I learned 2010 I started the whole uh, Valley College thing and uh, uh, writing is my ultimate ultimate goal yeah that's one thing as a student I learned. Like you have to be attached to your project, but you have to know when something is different.
1: You let yeah, go. Yeah, you, you take advice. That, yeah. and then you, you switch you, it you, out. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the hardest part. And, and I and I get that. I get I get that. Like that's part of your ego. Is like someone if someone takes something from you that you poured yourself into, whatever, and then you get it back, and there's a bunch of red lines on it, and like, no nah, man, this is, you got. I I get that. I get that. Like that bruises your ego, you know, but. That's just that's part of the process. And, that's and, the business. And this yes. is something that I've I, I have adamantly told other writers and I, and I live by too. Uh Ernest Hemingway, the first, the first um draft of anything is gonna be shit. Number one rule of writing. It is. It's gonna be awful. And then you take it and then you rewrite it and you make it better. That's just that's the nature of the beast. That's what you gotta do. Um and it's worked for me, I feel like, so far. I mean, maybe I'm right or wrong. I don't know, hopefully. Um but yeah, but that guy, that same guy uh, that I was talking about the the with the project, he he put it out there, and then ultimately nothing happened with it. Um, and and the sad part is he had so many people interested in it just because of the people that were attached. He he had he had legitimate people that were were interested in the project and maybe doing something with it, but he just it it started in pre production. That was the issue. It was the writing? You got to have you know. So you just have to let your baby go, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, I
2: mean you gotta yeah. be open to adapt or change things you know like it's because you're watching it with just your eyes but like you're not really looking at the big picture maybe like
1: yeah
2: the the concept or idea they're going for is slightly different yeah it doesn't hurt to try it out like i feel like you gotta just be open to it again i feel like a lot of people even acting wise like they think it i don't know like it's the ego i feel like it's It's just ego like it's 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 holding you back like no man like sometimes like go work for free for example go do a yeah. project like like uh i recently worked on a project and uh like a, a friend of mine asked me if would you be interested i'm like yeah of course i would yeah i didn't know what the project was going to be or what what it's going to be on even though i can't mention it right now yet uh i'll tell you later sure but uh, it turned out to be on a major network nice and, uh nice. like um, and i told him like yeah man like it, I mean, because uh, I had him on the show as well. So uh, when he met, because I talked to him about we should do something like those skits here and there. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm doing something. You want to you wanna come, I guess, help me out? No, I'm like, yeah, hey. for sure, bro. I'm like, see, like I, the, the money factor or your ego shouldn't be getting in the way because it's yeah. like, yeah. let's say, you, OK, it's a small thing. Let's say you don't even say anything, but like you get out there. Mm-hmm. And then it's exposure. Like it can lead, maybe lead to you to different yeah. opportunities. Like yeah. people just have to just get out of that place where you're in your head. You're like, that ego is a dangerous thing. It that is. ego is a dangerous. That's thing. the
0: biggest problem yeah. in LA. It's people kill their careers before it even starts. Yes. Yeah,
1: dude. Yes, there's so dude. There's so many even people we know. Just us. I'm not again. We're not going to name it. Yeah. But just who won't? Who won't put that aside just long enough for them to move forward? like it's it's amazing it is it's, it's freaking amazing i don't i don't understand that but
0: it's like i have this one script uh, i've been working on for a while mm-hmm. uh, i did probably eight or nine drafts okay writing is easy it's like awesome you said the story, first draft you know, is a vomit draft yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crap yeah. if you think your first draft is uh, something for a final cut you're wrong shit yeah but like nine draft so i send it out to Armin. he uh, he read it he gave me pointers i'm like wow even though this means I have to completely rewrite and shape my script. Yeah, yeah. After 89 drafts. But was it
1: constructive? Was it it like, was very okay. constructive. So, yeah. so there you go. But like
0: I had to change a lot of things. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to do it because it makes yeah. sense. I don't have yeah. no ego. If this if this is what it makes it marketable for the yeah. industry today, yeah. I'm going to do it. Because the main thing is, yes, yeah. I want the credit because it can lead to more, exactly. Or more jobs. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. like even if like you get robbed on your first draft, I really don't care. I just want to do my thing. Get it out there
1: yeah. and try to make this. That's, well, no, that's that's the whole. That's yeah. It's it's to get it out there. That's the whole point of it. So yeah, that, and and like you said, it's 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 a weird, strange thing. Because I, I get it. I do. Have, don't get me wrong. I do have an ego when it comes to writing, but I'm not dumb to where. Jeopardize your to, je- to jeopardize opportunity. Yeah, to jeopardize an opportunity like that, I will not. But no,
2: that's the thing. That. It's like it, art is art, but like if nobody gets to see
1: it, then yeah, that's what's like, the point? You're just you know, doing yeah. it for yourself, and okay, well that's great, but then. Then why are you trying to put it out there exactly. if it's for you? So, yeah, Does, and this is the that, type that, of thing it's yeah. that weird disconnect that's that's that I don't understand. And yeah, I know a lot of people feel this way. Uh, I, I don't. And the, the other philosophy that I adhere to is um Hitchcock's philosophy, where a lot of artists think that, um, oh no, no, it has to be artistic and nobody is going to get it and understand it, so therefore, that, that then it's art. It's like, no, that's crap. That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Or in other words, I'm sorry, that money that money will will totally ruin it and, and uh, my vision and whatever. No. Uh, if you are good at what you do and you're – on, and the last time I checked, Hitchcock is an artist and was oh, yeah. phenomenally influential. Okay, Yeah. His, his movies also made a ton of money, dude, the last time I checked. So – his whole thing was like, dude if you if you're good at what you do, the money will come there's no there's no reason to, like why why would you stop that from happening? It doesn't make any sense so yeah, if you're artistic, you're influential, you're whatever it's okay for your stuff to make money there's no, there's no reason that that should be separate or that, that there's like that weird disconnect yeah there. yeah so it's uh-huh.
0: it's crazy. so okay. what do you have for uh, what do you have uh, for newcomers students like what tip or advice would you give?
1: For, for just to, in, in general or valid in general, in general. like
0: uh, f- for pursuing the film industry,
1: I would say, I, I would say, yeah, for sure. Especially when you're you can do this when you're young, you can't do this when you're older. So, so, so they see so start at the youngest possible as you possibly can, like, like, just do it. Um, because you're young and dumb enough to where you don't know the consequences, yeah. you're just kind of like you know, full speed ahead. Because it's kind of what I did, I mean, I, I literally. You know, yeah, I left the military and then I left home and then I just came out here with no idea, no clue what I just, I just came. I just like, I'm just going to come out here. Like, yeah, fuck you it. Just came here blind. Up. Exactly. 100% blind. Like I just, whatever. Uh, no clue how the industry works, whatever. And then just, just by virtue of just being out here and, and basically saying yes to things and, and, and just, you know, whatever, met Dan and then Dan. Yeah, so, so it, things compound, but. It's if, if you are you know some seventeen eighteen year old kid and you're like man should I do this should I not do this living in the wherever I don't know the middle of nowhere uh, Midwest or whatever the answer is yes hundred percent yes whatever if you're th- if you're even remotely thinking that the answer is yes you need it you need to do that um, hopefully you have an idea of kind of what you want to do in other sure. words like you you're like oh I think I want to be a cinematographer or oh I think I want to be a director I think I want to be right hopefully you have some semblance of that but even if you don't that's okay too because you if you come out here for school you can figure that out oh yeah. So so number one, the answer is always yes. And then number two, this is something that I've, I've, I've definitely run into again and again, and I don't understand it. But again, I grew up differently, so this is just me. Uh, manners. Just being good to other people. There's even people that we know, you and I, that don't tend to treat the people they work with very well. So, so, so treat the people that you work with well, and trust me, it will come back to you.
0: Oh, yeah. It's- For sure. It's a small circle. It is. It's a
1: small world. You never man. know who's going to be the next president of small this big world, production company exactly like that like my buddy like when we were uh the the buddy that I made at, at, at Riot. He and I were pulling cables and doing sh- like like manual labor and oh, yeah. sweating our asses off in 100 degree plus weather and then a couple months later, hey man, do you want a job? It's like you never you don't know. You don't you really don't. Or the the producer that I was having lunch with all the time, you know, I I thought he was just like bothering me because he didn't know the answer to this <laughs> stuff, and then he ends up like, "Oh, hey man, do you want to write this?" Like he just you just he's just being good to people. Dude. Yeah, really, honestly.
0: Accept it when opportunity is yeah. thrown oh, at you. Oh, that's
1: another thing too: is don't run away from opportunity. Like people, a lot of people do that. I don't I don't know how or why, but they do. Where um, literally a, an opportunity will be presented. Well, actually, they'll do one of two things: an, oppor- an opportunity will be, be presented in front of them. And because it doesn't look exactly the way that they want it to, in other words, it's it's like check mark, you know. Nope, it doesn't fit this, fits yeah. this, because it doesn't look exactly like that. Nope, won't take it, even though it's a, ma- a massive, amazing opportunity. Nope, won't do it. Or number two, they see it and then they'll just go the other direction, or they'll just no, I'm good, thanks, I don't. It's want Out that. of their comfort zone, fear. out of my comfort zone, like I don't want to do it. And that's, that's, that's I mean that's really good advice because no. that's what happened to me on on this project. This project that I'm writing for for Sid and Dan, it is way out of my comfort zone. And I'm and I because I, I, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Uh, I love horror and I love comedy. Yeah. Those are my those are my go-to. That I, I could write that all day, no no sweat. I could crap that out all day. This is the exact opposite of that. This is a teen drama. So 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 nine zero two one zero fucking what that it's that. It kind of fits into that realm. So when he when he brought it to me, I was like, <laughs> I just looked at him like, I don't know if I can do Are you sure this. you want me to write this? Yeah. Like I really, I like, are you sure? I'll give you notes, but I don't know. And he was like, No, 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 like, you yeah, know, do it. So I was like, okay, cool, man. All right, you know, do, it. yeah, do it, write it. That's incredible, man. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah, so you never, you never know. You just,
0: yeah. You definitely have to get out of your comfort zone, try a different genre, For and sure. do whatever's is thrown at you, because
1: you're ultimately yeah. you're a your writer. So yeah, your job's to write. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and I mean, it, and I'm not, it, that's the other thing too is, is especially when you're working in this stuff, you're not always going to get a project that's in your genre or that's in your thing. Nine times out of 10 or probably eight times out of 10, it's not going to be your thing. It's yeah, going to be you want. some kids show or it's going to be something else or whatever, but it's not going to be your thing. But ultimately it's proving that you're capable. Mm-hmm. And then with that, then you go do whatever you want.
2: Yeah, That's being kinda... out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and it'll help you actually. I think even grow whether it, oh, for you're sure. a writer yeah, or, a or anything. Just yeah.
1: even just with this project, I've learned a. I've learned a lot of stuff, even just with with that. For sure,
2: you gotta just be open to it, man. Yeah. Just that. Yeah, the answer is yes. Hold yourself. Yes, back. Yeah, just, definitely. Well, you can't say
0: no in the industry, even if you're a PA. Like, oh yeah. The moment, well, of course, if it's something unsafe. Don't, right.
1: don't, yes. don't Don't Don't, don't go diving into like a <laughs> helicopter or something. No. One, two, that's, yeah. no we're not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not advocating for that. When, <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, if someone's giving you the opportunity to do something, then yeah, use you yes. use your resources. Like if you don't know something, ask a friend. Exactly. Ask someone. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't exactly. hurt to ask, but or, not or, doing or it. Or research the crap out of it. Oh, that's yeah. That's what the internet's for. That's what makes you know, exactly. it easier now, actually. Just,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: just look it up. Look, Research the crap out of it if you don't know. It. Yeah.
2: Well, Mike, uh, we uh usually do try to end it with like a couple of questions sure. or anything but sure. uh, my my question to you Please. would be is there any particular TV or film that that kind of
1: made you want to get into the industry Ooh. or that's it that's more of a that, that, that's more of a list but yeah I, so okay like so, yeah
2: that said oh you know what I really would love to just be a part of this industry there's, there's if a you
1: did top three okay I'll give you a top three so Again, this this goes back to horror and comedy. So I just Mm want to make sure you guys know that the first film that I watched that made me go, "Oh my god!" Like I I want to do this is amazing. Like what is this? Like what at like twelve years old? Do you guys know a movie called Phantasm? Why does that sound familiar? Phantasm is a B level. It's a it's a B level horror film, but it's it's amazing, dude. It's to me, it's probably one of the best horror films ever. At least American genre films. And uh, it came out. I want to say. Dan's gonna kill me for this. I think seventy nine is when it came okay. out. Eighty eight between seventy and eighty nine. It's not about a car, right? No, no, no. Okay. So, so the premise. It's a really. It's a, it's just a weird premise. So, it's basically this 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 kid and his brother are kind of living in like the middle of nowhere, kind of uh, Midwest or whatever. And uh, there's this funeral home and funeral director that keeps kind of following them around. And it's really weird or whatever. I don't want to spoil it. Well, I guess I like could it's, it's 1979. So spoil it. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'm not yeah. spoiling anything. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, whatever. So what ends up happening is uh, they find out that this that the funeral home has like a portal to like another dimension, but it's like a demon dimension. Oh and then the the what's called the thin man is is the guy is the, the guy who runs it. Um is like in charge of all these demons and stuff and he's like mm-hmm. like trying to get people to you know, he's trying to suck people into the portal and blah blah blah. So it's really interesting and really cool, and and the ending on it it, I'm not gonna spoil that. The ending is really cool. Uh, The ending scared the crap out of me. So I was just like, this is phenomenal. Like what do what what what, like huh? Like what do how how do I how do I do this? Like what I don't know what this is, but I want to do this. I want to make this. So that's probably one of the first ones. And then um, was another one. Uh, Believe it or not, Buffy, Buffy and Angel. Uh, The the watching that. Um, any, any kind of Joss Whedon stuff, Firefly, you name Mm -hmm. it, whatever. It was like, yep, whatever this, this is, you know, this this is what I want to do. Recently, uh, I'm trying to think of something super recent that I saw that was really good. You know what? Actually, Shazam. I don't know if you guys saw the movie. It's actually, I'll say it, surprisingly good. Very surprisingly good. It's, it's one of those movies where you're not expecting it to be like this, Emotional thing and it's it's good. Um, probably one of the best movies that DC's made in a long time. Uh, and it's funny. It's it's hilarious. Yeah? It's fucking funny. Yeah. Is that it was a PG thirteen? Yeah. Or, yeah, um, or PG? I think it was PG thirteen because it's kind of it's more technically supposed to be geared more towards family yeah. friendly kid stuff. Yeah. But it's dark. It's kind of see that's other things. So, so maybe this is probably tells about the stuff that are like. Things that have a a kind of a dark edge to it and stuff, which this does, but but ultimately still really good, well made, funny, great, uh, great comedic timing, and uh, the story works.
0: Awesome, good for all audiences. So just
1: yeah, it's just kind of yeah. I, I would say probably wouldn't take anybody under the age of ten to this film because there's some stuff in it that kind of you're like uh, yeah I don't know if I'd let a ten year old watch that but but yeah I would say PG thirteen yeah probably probably about right for for this yeah don't take your babies oh <laughs> I'm sorry and no. one more and and uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that's one of my favorite films of all time
2: and I'm happy they're remaking.
1: I have mixed feelings. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I hope it's good. Hope yeah. It's but they're good.
2: all the the, the it's main the actors. Two original yeah, actors uh, that's great.
1: You know, I'm which happy is about great. That. So I'm I, hope, I really hope it's good. So, but yeah, that that movie was yeah. I love that film. It's yeah, funny. like For Dumb sure. and Dumber
0: original actors, oh, but they, they, it was that, bad. That, 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 <laughs> that, was that one was bad. really So, bad. Like, so, so that's why that's what I'm afraid of is to
1: happen. So well,
0: thank you, Michael Gonzalez. Thank you for coming to the show. Yeah, it was very Michael.
2: Thank you. fun for having him. you here. Yeah, thanks. thanks, man. Yeah. Very informative, guys. Again, if, if you have any advice or if you want to talk about any of the topics we, we talk about on, on our episodes, feel free to message us on our email off our Instagram. And uh, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Good thanks, night. Thanks, guys.